a pretty silly question to ask, I, I must say. I thought that was too right, but apparently it was six, so. <laughs> Sometimes two days with Dad and one day with Mum. <gasps> well, do, do, do you want me to say this honestly? Or? Yeah. Do you feel like your life would be different if your parents were together? Definitely. So I've got two half-brothers and one half-sister, but no full brother, no full-sister. <laughs> How the other half lives. Up until the age of seven, I had everything a little girl could want. One day I watched my parents have a fight so bad my world became two. I'm Charlotte Cook and I've been a child of divorce for 16 years. One thing I hated about being from a split family was having to grow up too fast. I instantly became the adult. As a seven-year-old, I had the weight of the world on my shoulders. If I wasn't protecting my brother, I was defending mum or looking after dad. I became the one people would talk to to find out what was going on with the other parent. There are so many pros and cons to being from a separated and blended family. Some kids face different rules at each house. Some never see their other parents. And some kids get twice as many presents at Christmas time. For some, the split life is all they've known, and for others it's something they battle with every day. For me, I was young enough to not know any better, but as I get older, I realise how much of an effect the game of two halves had on me. Yeah, well, right now it's kind of all I've ever, like, known, and, like, I, when people, when people found out that my parents split up, like, later on in life, when I made more friends and stuff, they kind of said, um, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, like, you must be so bad, but... To me, I, I never knew it was like that bad. I was like, whoa, I can't remember what it's like to have parents together anymore. And um, I didn't know it was like horrible. I thought it was like normal almost, but it's not normal. It's like only normal for me because I've been growing up with it. So, yeah. I find it quite embarrassing that my parents are split because um, people could just assume anything. Being brought up in a family for a you know great greater part well my whole childhood basically where you're just where I'm staying with my parents all the time that's all I know my you know type four family it affects you a lot more thinking like looking back on those times and think well was it all really like smooth sailing was it all really I have good childhood memories but then it's kind of masked by my parents splitting up and how much of it was real and how much of it was fake and I guess that's what I'm referring to really is that do you actually find your own new normal? My free therapy continues with Julie Burgess Manning. As a family psychologist, she looks at the family as a whole system rather than children as thinking, feeling and acting individually. Kids are part of the family dynamic whether they like it or live in it or not. She believes that even if you take the parent out of the room, you can't take them out of the equation. For some kids, this is their normal, so living in a split family is their normal, and mm. for some kids it's something that they grew up their whole childhood having their parents together, and then they're 16 and their mum and dad are no longer together. Like mm. Creating a new normal for people, how, how is that? I mean, how does that work? What do you mean a new normal? When's the new normal come? Yeah, well, what is a new normal? Yeah, <laughs> what is a new normal? And I guess that's what I'm referring to, really, is that do you actually find your own new normal? As you grow and you repair yourself a little and um, you're on the watch out, on the lookout for dangerous situations, I guess, that could go that way again. And so you're up, so you can kind of protect yourself. Do you actually enter a kind of new way of being in the world, maybe? 
Yeah, like your world significantly changes around you, I guess. Yeah, and and the way that you respond to it or how much of yourself you involve in it, Mm. how deeply you attach to people in case they might leave, those kind of questions would come up. I don't think there's an answer to that. I think that that is, again, really, really individual as to how much you can manage your attachment to be kind of interfered with. While divorce is never the ideal outcome, there are a hell of a lot of us who have been through that journey. I'd say I know more people who have separated parents than together. Of all my high school best friends, five of us had our mum and dad split in varying degrees of relationships with them. But maybe we were just a sad teens club. While it certainly has its moments of totally sucking, we've all learnt to find a silver lining and work out some pretty good uh, tricks of the trade in the game of two halves. I don't know, I guess that, like, you have... Well, mum will find a boyfriend and then they'll probably have kids. Well, the boyfriend will have kids and then we'll probably have more family. So then they have, like, two different, like, step families. Yeah. (laughs) Do you like having lots of family? Yeah. What are some of your favourite parts about having split up parents? So many people to care for me and just... Like having so many role models to look up to since I'm the youngest. Yeah. If mum won't take me somewhere, I can just call dad and be like, Dad, can you take me to this? Or the step parents are always very nice and will do something if the other one won't. And um, I don't know, it's always been kind of a thing. Or like, um, a good thing is I didn't have a sister, and then so now I can kind of like, I have a sister I can relate to almost and watch like a mini me grow up. It's kind of cool. My parents are wildly different people. Dad is conservative with a wild side. Ex-army with a streak of naughty. Mum is a wild child through and through. She loves with her whole heart and has a contagious laugh and smile. I can see that the wild side of both of them is what made them work in the first place. After my parents separated, Dad, me and my brother moved into this old house which we renovated. One of my favourite memories of that time is those beautiful summer moments where the heavens open and it buckets down warm rain. When this would happen, no matter what we were doing, we would all end up outside in our underwear dancing around in the rain. It was like, it was fun because like, you could do different things with your, like different, like with your mum, you could do something, then your dad something else and yeah. What are some of your favourite parts about having parents that are not together? That we go swimming with dads most of the time and and mum lets us go on the iPad. But yes, and not being together is them if they were to stay together and they didn't actually like each other and they'd be arguing all the time. Sort of better than just, yeah. yeah. And they still argue if they talk to each other, but yeah. Just being able to have two places to stay. If I need one in town, I can stay there and it's just easy and him and drive there and find somewhere to stay and different sides of things. So they're, they're a hunting family and this is like a horse riding family, so if I want to do something I go there and it's different and get to get out and really uh, challenge myself to try new things. The card that trumps all cards. The thing that kids who have parents together get jealous of. Christmases and birthdays. Double the family, double the guilt, double the presents. 
Well, maybe it isn't all fun because you probably can't have both your parents in the same room, but at least Santa came twice. Um, well, you get more presents on Christmas. Well, I get more presents. You see it like multiple birthdays and multiple Christmases. We try and do one Christmas with mum and one with dad. In the early days of separation, my brother James and I would split the day and try and spend some time with both parents. I always hated doing that. Mum has no family in New Zealand, so I would sit at home alone on Christmas Day after we'd left. The holiday season is about family, so nothing would upset me more than having to leave her and knowing she'd cry once we'd gone. As the years have gone by and relationships have changed, Mum now joins Dad's family Christmas. We all get on and it's a weird, blended, lovely, but after 16 years it can be a hard time to have everyone back in the same room again. I'm not sure if the positives outweigh the negatives or if there's even an answer to that, but there are certainly things that kids from split families have to put up with, and I wanted to know what some of the worst parts were. Did they argue? Did they? How does that make you feel? Sad. Not really, no. Not, like, nah. I, w- I wouldn't say there's any positives. Probably... The first part is the transition, like just kind of adapting to what, the change and because it's like a massive change having someone leave home almost. And um, yeah, it's definitely the hardest part is just kind of getting used to this is what it's going to be from now on, it's not going to change, which is kind of difficult to come to terms with. It's pretty bad, like, well, <laughs> it's bad living like a long way away because we have to decide like schools and everything and like because we live in a school near my dad's I mean we go to a school near my dad's so it's like we have to drive every morning (laughs) and yeah (laughs) not always seeing them when something good or bad happens yeah that must be hard eh Mm. so you're at dad's house and you want to tell mum something yeah I do sometimes call her and my head. So you miss them when you're not with them? Yeah. Yeah. Just being so far away from my mum. Changing when you go to different houses. Like here you can just eat your dinner. You know, not worry about when you go to this house, you've got to sit up straight. You can't, you know, if you even, like, hold your fork the wrong way, you get told off and it's just... And then you got to put your plate in the dishwasher the right way, you know. I completely understand this. I always felt like I had to be a different version of myself at Dad's house. The rules were different and it was much tougher. He was so strict we had to eat fish and chips off a plate with peas and a knife and fork. Whereas at Mum's it was commonplace to have cheese and crackers for dinner. It's, everything is in a very certain order. you got to put your shoes in a certain area, like that's where somebody else would put their shoes. And it's all this kind of stuff here. It's like two different sides to me when I go there. I've got to be completely different. How does that make you feel? That's pretty tricky. get very annoying sometimes, but that's what I do. The most commonly hated thing was moving houses. The packing, the unpacking, the forgetting things, the organisation. It's awful. I wouldn't wish that experience on anyone. You'd wake up in the night not knowing which house you were in. Nothing really felt like home or your own bed. I think it's just the time thing. Like you, like I'll spend a couple of nights at my dad's and... You know, I see my dad all the time, it's his house, and then you leave there to go to your to my mum's, but I miss my dad a lot. I 
I've seen him and then it's, that's the same. Go and stay at my mum's, then I have to leave her for a couple of nights and it's just, that's probably the toughest thing. The worst thing is probably going in between houses. Like it's just, it's, it's you're not settled anywhere. Um, that's why moving away helped because I got my own space and everything and I like it a, a lot better. But then, you know, when I just go home, it's just juggling everything and trying to make the time to see them. I, there's more arguments to have with all the siblings and it's hard transferring back and forth because like usually when I go to school I have to pack a bag to go to dad's and then bring it back to mum's and then like you know there's just days where I really don't want to go to dad's so I just don't want to go to mum's but I still do and then when I'm there um, I'm happy. Having to be organised for the next week yeah but it's kind of annoying like because we have to like pack to go to that house and if I forget something it's like quite hard because mum's like she could be working at night or I don't like because sometimes I don't know when things are on in the week so I can't get because if I forget something from this house then it's annoying at my dad's house I mean, it's annoying when it gets to that day that it's on yeah totally <laughs> That would be so annoying. Do you have two sets of clothes or do you take stuff from here to there? I have two sets of clothes, but sometimes I take clothes from here to there and there to here. While we could all go on about the nasty parts forever, I can honestly say I wouldn't be the same person I am today if I hadn't waded through it all. I've learned so much, not only about myself, but important life skills. I've developed a knack for communication and resolving conflict. I take charge, I am responsible, and I'm an old soul. Has taught me about relationships and definitely the do's and don'ts to make them work. Well, like remembering things because now, like, I have to remember every single thing I need to bring, and if I forget something, it's quite bad. <laughs> What's something that you've learned to do since you've had split up? What are you really good at now? You've got some new skills. Definitely independence. Like, because mum works like long hours and like, so just being me at home at some time, so I'll have to kind of learn things to do, like, to do myself. So I've definitely got a bit of independence about that, which my brothers don't because they were older, and so they were kind of more taken care of. But since mum won't be home all the time, I have to kind of get ready, like, wake up, do a whole bunch of stuff, like, to get ready for school. But it used to be mum and dad would always help us with that. So definitely independence and stuff like that. I guess good at flying on airplanes. Do you fly by yourself? Yeah, I do now. I mean, in one way, that is really cool for kids to learn a bit more autonomy and a bit more independence, but it's sad, isn't it, mm. that they have to yeah. because of the parental split. But if they can and they can develop, that's great independent skills. Yeah, that's like a benefit of yeah. having a split family. <laughs> I talked about this earlier, the way that it feels to be made into an adult, to be the child managing your parents and their relationship, to be a pawn in the wider family dynamic. For me, it was damaging to hear my parents or their new partners speaking down about the other. You love each one, and while they might have their faults, their words stick with you. If they can speak about someone they had a child with like that, what does it say about how they feel about you? You take the weight of their words and feel like you're in the middle of an adult world trying to fix it. This feeling doesn't go away. While now I might actually be part of the adult world, I find myself caught in amongst it all once again. 
I can remember years ago when my family went through a spot of financial trouble. Mum had no job, but was the main caregiver for us. My dad's partner at the time said she's just lazy and needs to get a job because it's not our responsibility to look after her. I'm not very good at like talking about if I'm upset or something. Um, sometimes I'll tell my mum, and then that can backfire. Cause if I say something down here has gone badly, then she'll fret to take me back up there and keep me there. And <laughs> that's not very practical, realistic, but yeah. Oh, it, it makes me appreciate when people tell me that their parents are split. It's like I know what you're going through. I know what it feels like. Your mum will say something, and then your dad will say something, and it's both conflicting their opinions but you're in the middle you love your dad so much and you love your mum so much that like in the middle that's where you that's where it hits emotionally that's where it's like kind of like well you know and you don't want to show favoritism not that anyone would but like it's just it's so awkward when you you know when you do that kind of thing like you're just stuck there in the middle and it's like you can make your own opinion but either way that opinion is going to be swayed to one parent's side and it's just like it's just not a nice situation to be in he doesn't like me being correspondence He's really against it. He's like, well, you know, if I have dyslexia, I just need to toughen up and get over it and go to a real school for my um, social skills. But I don't think he understands that we do see... He thinks I'm just in the middle of nowhere, but he's never really come over here and actually seen me. So he doesn't know what I can do, and he's always kind of that person who, if I say, you know, I just want to show you everything, he's oh, really? Is, you know, he's kind of like, are you telling the truth for, you know, I don't believe you? Because he's like, you have no social skills. You might just be lying to try and make me, make, make me be proud of you. So he doesn't actually know, and it's kind of... It's really hard that way because you know here it's like a whole different life and everyone knows what I can do. And then you go there and they put you down like so much lower than what you actually are. Mm-hmm. Like here you just on the top of your game, you can do everything. Yeah. You go there and you're just in the shadows and nobody even recognises you. And we just sort of always be like in the middle of them. I'd always say something like, oh, your dad didn't do this right or your mum didn't do this right or always in the middle having to be like, no, no, don't want to, nope. Mm. Yeah. That'd be hard. <laughs> yeah. How does it make you feel? Um, angry, I guess. Like, sad as well, mostly just angry. It's kind of immature to be like, put that you're annoyed with the other person on the kid, you know? But yeah. Do you say that to them? Not really, no. That's kind of another common theme that I've seen is kids having to manage their parents and manage mm. their parents' relationship. They find themselves in the middle and they kind of are acting as the mediator or as the adult and the parents of the children kind of thing. Mm. Mm. I was listening to Parliament last night and thinking about how <laughs> Parliament sounded a bit like the kids and they needed a parent in the middle as a speaker. I think that can happen, and I'd call it a parentified child when the child's been pulled up into the parental relationship and they're doing some mediation around what's going on there. And Yeah, we all know that's not a great place for kids to be. They can't manage it. They can't do it, and it makes the world scary for them if they have to be in charge. And I think most parents are um, keen enough or know enough that they don't let their kids do that, very often at least. And it's fairly obvious if you're having an argument with your partner and your child starts to butt in, you're like, no, no, <laughs> it's just between me and you, me and him, not, not um, you know, not the child in the middle. 
Through the good times and bad, kids see it all. While some of us are more resilient than others, we are all affected. The next phase of a split family, in my opinion, is the hardest. You get double the parents, more siblings than perhaps you've ever wanted, and experience the trials and tribulations of dating before you've even had your first kiss. Maybe you put your mum on Tinder, or watched your dad dance his way into a dinner date. But until next time... I'm Charlotte Cook, and you've been listening to How the Other Half Lives, a podcast made in association with the New Zealand Broadcasting School. Music by Emily Browning. <laughs>